Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 347, the first episode of the Year of Our Lord 2023. My name is Chamberlain. Joining me this evening are Chance and Alex. I can guarantee you that none of us have any classified documents in our houses. I can promise you that. I mean, at one. this point, who knows? Who the fuck knows <laughs> what anyone has? I know. I, don't I also have don't have a Corvette, so. True. Where's a Corvette coming to? my garage doesn't talk anyway, Kate? So. No, we're talking about Biden getting caught with documents. Did what you not see do? this? No, I saw it, but what does that have to uh. do with the Corvette? Well, that was Biden's crack was it, they, they were in my garage next to my Corvette, so the Corvette, so that it was locked. That was Biden's crack. <laughs> well, whatever. Like, there's there's quite a difference in how these two presidents behaved when I I am not drawing any sort of of equality between the two. I Good. just. It's gallows humor. I'm honestly like glad they're both getting investigated. Let, let's let's compare and contrast, shall we? Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. If, if, I think if anything, it's 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 neither of them actually did it. It's their people who just didn't turn things back in. So anyway. Um. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm sure it was Trump's people. Uh. So did you get anything good for Christmas? No, not really. Hmm? Oh, sad. I mean, socks. like. Nothing's really come out. Well, I didn't. I didn't say. Did you get any video games for Christmas? Mm. Um. Yeah, I got. I got married. I got that for Christmas. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <laughs> you got okay. a wife for Christmas. That's amazing. A whole I'm, wife. I'm not saying that's not a heck of a gift. I'm just saying it's not a traditional <laughs> Christmas present, and not really what I was fishing for. No. Um, what did you get for hmm. Christmas? I, I got that's a cute little koozie ones. that's like, yep. Yeah. A koozie? What? What is a koozie? Yeah, no, it's a, it's something that you put like a beer in. Oh, a cozy that, like, insulates it. A co- no, it's, it's a, a co- it's like a, it's yeah. yeah no, that, in America we a, call them co- koozies. A, you call Chamberlain? Back him up beer, on this, yeah. or back me up? That, that is called a cozy. Uh, I have no idea. It's what, called a beer no, it's cozy. A cozy. It's it's, it's a, beer a cozy. cozy. Is it a cozy? Is this an yeah, East Coast swear, thing? It's uh, a cozy. Yeah, it's 100% a cozy because it keeps it nice and cozy, and koozie is a, is a euphemism. I'm 100% it's cozy. Like, maybe there are towns that are just, just have decided on a different pronunciation of the word. I'd be prepared to buy God that. Gotta be an East Coast thing. Gotta be an East Good Coast God, thing. God, this is prime <laughs> No, it's spelled with content. a K, beer koozie. I put in Who's, beer koozie, and this is exactly... It might be. Is it a brand actually. name? Is it, ah, that's is probably it, a brand name. Is it K U Z Y? K O O Z I E. That spells koozie. That spells koozie. Jeez. Yeah. That's, that's got to be. Yeah, it's I, I be googled that and I got what I wanted. It's just like it's this red flannel shirt with like sleeves for handles. I love it. I'll send gift. you a link. Yes. I got a pair of earbuds. So you got earbuds? Yeah, I got Sony wireless I? earbuds, like nice. three like three hundred dollar earbuds. And Whoa. I spe- and I've spe- a- I specifically yeah. said don't don't get me anything that's not on my list, man. Because I'll be like <clears> I won't. <throat> and the thing is, like, they're really nice, but I would never get mm-hmm. this for myself, which I suppose is what a good Christmas gift is. But it is. But I was like, you spent three hundred dollars. I'd be this? terrified of them falling out and losing them. I'm not terrified because I know that a replacement product that does the job better, that is delivering sound better, is twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Like any any mm-hmm. wired earbud at the twenty dollar price range will deliver better sound than a Bluetooth. 
without, you know, a half second delay. Mm-hmm. You can't watch TV on those things. I learned that the hard way. But it is cool that, like, you know, the song's playing and I can just reach up and tap my ear and the song stops. That I'm is living, nice. I'm living in fucking Star Trek times, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I watched a shitload of... Okay, well, let's let's start with video games. Yeah, I watched a shitload of TV myself, but yes. Chamberlain, did you finish Arkham Knights? Did we have that conversation? Or Gotham Knights? Um, we did not have that conversation. Yes, I did finish Gotham Knights. And I, the ending... Like a couple of fights are actually pretty good. I mean, mechanically they're not very good because mechanically the game never improves. The combat's always kind of floaty and weird and and there. But the whole point of the game is that Batman dies in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And a couple spoilers. of twists and turns. The yeah, spoilers, even though it's you know in the trailers, spoilers here for the ending of it. Um, about halfway through, maybe two thirds of the way through. You're done with the Court of Owls, and now Talia is the actual bad guy. Talia al Ghul is the one you're trying to get. You end up going down deep into caves under Gotham, and you find out that way under where the Batcave was, there's a Lazarus pit. And Talia has dug up and resurrected Bruce. And you have to fight him. Okay. Which is a, that's a cool concept. It is, and it's a decent fight. And you beat him. Because he's fresh out of the Lazarus pit. He's not, you know, himself. And then you have to do this really actually interesting two-stage fight with Talia. So, I mean, kudos to the last, like, hour of it being, like, good story, interesting stuff. I actually liked that part of it. I can't recommend the game in good conscience because it doesn't Nobody play could. Well. We don't blame you. <laughs> but it's, 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 the, it's got really good wasted ideas. Ugh. That would have been better in a better. That would have been in a better game. How does that sound? <laughs> they didn't have to like start halfway through dismantling all the destiny shit. Uh, you, yeah, you can't I mean, even go that far. With, okay, let me let me start by saying it was on sale for forty bucks. That's still too high to me. And I played through the whole thing. Okay. And on the one Which hand, one yeah, Gotham Knights. I played through it. I, okay. I, I, I did Batgirl and I played through the whole thing. Um, oh, not Red Hood? Oh, man. No, I'm not going to play... No, yeah, I want to play a Batman game as the guy with guns. I couldn't believe it when you played through his Red Hood. I did, 100%. I never touched anybody else. It like, was I, awesome. I don't really give a shit about Nightwing. For me, it was between Robin and Batgirl, and Robin is apparently... Nightwing uh, is a douchebag. Yeah. Um, no, he's the most Bruce-like of the cast, I found. He was just here to get shit well, done Nightwing? and be professional. And yeah, Robin was such a teen... Kid. Yeah, it was such yeah. a kid. I, I really kind of didn't like that. And it can easily be said that Barbara is, and I hate to use the phrase, uh, Mary Sue, but mm. she didn't have really any, like, at least Red Hood is kind of a dick sometimes. He's kind of a jock. Yeah. And at least Robin is, there. there's a, there's a weakness to him. Um, Nightwing didn't appear to have any weaknesses. Neither did Barbara. They were both just excellent all-around people that were good to have on the team at all times. Yeah. Um, Okay, it is absolutely... You have the Arkham combat system that exists as a language of a Batman game. And then to put that... Use it! And then to put that to the side and do this (laughs) weak-ass shit (laughs) was really, really really frustrating. Occasionally you would see like... Did the bad cycle feel slow to you? 100% it was stupid. Yeah, it was uh, weird. What, 
what is red how do you Hood's, fuck that up it just went slow no. it just kind of cruised around slow. slowly but the thing is okay here's yeah. the thing after beating it i still wanted some batman shit so i reinstalled arkham knight mm. and then after like the first 15 minutes you spend like two-thirds of the first 20 minutes driving around in the Batmobile and shooting shit in the Batmobile and look how the Batmobile transforms into artillery mode for shooting at things. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, get me out of this fucking Batmobile. I'm bored with this. And I just yeah. and I just stopped playing it. Like, the... So the, the combat in Arkham Knight is kind of disappointing. It sucks that you can't choose when to do a takedown on someone. And sometimes... It also sucks just... that during the takedown animation, they can hit you. Yes, that's that's fucking stupid. Um, that's not yeah. fair. But some of the takedown animations are really wicked. Like uh, Batgirl yeah. fights with one tonfa, and so that's like a, a a stick with a horizontal place to grab it, right? Kind of like a nightstick that some cops would use sometimes. And uh, she's got this move where she roundhouses someone across the face to stun them. While they're stunned, she reaches forward with the long handle of the tonfa in her hand, hooks them with the short part of it. Uh, hooks their leg with a short part of it, pulls their leg forward so they stumble forward, and then uh, and then she belts them with a roundhouse kick right to the side of the face, and there's a beautiful slowdown. Boom! It looks fucking awesome. And you have no authority over when that occurs. Mm. Um, it could occur on any uh, type of takedown of that type if you do like a stealth takedown and it's loud. Um, the last guy you fight will always get a takedown done on him, even if you're not trying to even if you're trying to keep him alive to interrogate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought uh, that. That was really frustrating. Uh, it's it's all about your level and the enemy's level, so how good you are at playing the game doesn't really enter into it as much as, as whether or not you've upgraded your gear. But the concept of going back to base every night before going out on patrol in Gotham as a bat person... And the oh, constant cool. stream of shit you can do, it's like there's shit to do everywhere all the time, um, was nice. <laughs> like, just as like a pastime, it was kind of nice. Like, at the end of the day, despite all my complaints about this fucking game, it is kind of a seven. Like, I mean, it's, it's I okay. like their slightly different takes on the villains. Like, like Freeze was a little bit different. Harley is Harley. She's Harley now. Um, Clayface was tragic. I mean... Yeah, it's they yeah, had decent and, takes and on the, the bad the, guys. The visual, the the uh, the effects for Clayface were pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, although the motorcycle chase running from Clayface that sucked. Yes, that was so stupid, yeah. and there was a lot of that. Yeah, like, like there was a lot of the thing about the Arkham games is their interiors were really cool, <laughs> uh-huh. and there are a lot of interiors in Gotham Knights. That don't feel interesting at all. In fact, none of them feel interesting ever. Well, Blackgate in the middle of the riot was not no, bad. No, even that I didn't think much of. The only ones that were kind of interesting are the ones that exist in the open world, where like there's a there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of guys holed up in this building here. Go take down this hideout, and you like find a window to crawl through, and you're going around the rafters. Or uh, there's a, and there's so many different fucking crimes. Like these guys have a have a human organ human organ on ice and so you have to get yeah. into the hideout <laughs> if they spot you the organ will immediately start to deteriorate um you have to find the organ scan it to confirm where it is spend a, like a full second and a half picking it up and then a timer starts um well and then race you have it to, back to an ambulance have, or whatever then you have to yeah. race it to a doctor who can put it back on ice so there, there's yeah. all kinds of different crimes to commit and i really like that aspect of it 
but it was really just kind of like a meh pastime with, frankly, really good presentation. Okay. Presenta- the presentation wasn't bad compared to any Arkham game you've played. It's, it is not nearly as bad as people have said it is. It's a seven. Yeah, it's, it is it's a okay. Seven. It is. It's, seven. it's okay to be a seven. It is so okay. My, two it's... of my favorite games are arguably sevens. Darksiders 2 right. and... Uh... Darksiders 2 is better than a 7. Yeah, you okay, good. Okay, good. We, I thought I was being would harsh. Give, we would give Darksiders 2 better than a 7. Uh, that's a, that's I, would give, I would give it a 9, but that's just me. Amazing. Um, Rayman Origins? Out... Was that 7-ish? Rayman yeah. Origins was like a 10 or a 9. Go check yeah, Rayman Origins is oh, fucking oh, awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I did play um, Psychonauts 2. Hey. Oh god! Well, you know, like there was a, there was a big span where there was nothing to play uh, after I finished River City Girls and, and uh, Gotham Knights, and so how far did you get? Okay, Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Super Mario sixty four? Yes. What if you gave the basic concept of the motions in Super Mario sixty four, and had a lesser developer develop a game around it, kind of using that lattice work of, of motion? Uh, it doesn't sound pleasant at all. Well, no, it's not to play. No, it's 64 not really. hasn't 64 hasn't aged well at all. That is true. That is true. Sadly, no. And and in the years after Super Mario 64, there were a lot of games that tried to be that good. And you know, some of them, you know, tried, it didn't quite succeed, but but are remembered fondly because of perhaps above par writing at the time, uh, or above par character work. Psychonauts 1, you may recall, is one of those. (laughs) And it is remembered fondly because it did have, you know, good writing, really neat world. And we were okay with games being that shitty at the time because a lot of games were. Psychonauts 2 is just that shitty. Except it was made 20 (laughs) fucking years later. Um, I'm sorry, Alex. Alex, I'm sorry. We're sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. I love you. But like I, I this playing this game was like pulling teeth. It was so boring. Wow, um, it's not that bad. Uh, okay, it was boring to me. I can certainly claim okay. that. Okay, it was absolutely boring to me. I, just the I cannot moving. discount your opinion. I am just merely dismayed. Yeah, the, the act of moving <laughs> around with it in it was just nah. Um, the the writing would be, I think, very clever and interesting if I were twelve. It's very much courting that audience. Uh, oh, High on Life. <laughs> it didn't do anything for me. Did you check out High on Life? Okay. So, I yeah, did. I, I would say 45 minutes, Alex, I made it. I tried, man. Jesus. I was like, I was like, finally, I'm kind of in the mood to check out Psychonauts. Let's give it a shot. I was, I felt like I was open to it going into it. Um, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, hmm, I didn't, I didn't think it hit you like that. If this Shame. game came out 10 years ago, I might've felt different about it, but shit, man. Have you played Ratchet and Clank? I, like that exists. I don't know where you're coming from with this. You don't know where I'm coming from with this. I mean, I'm not really impressed with the platforming of Ratchet and Clank either. Yeah, but no, no. The it's fun the, factor, it's there. the fun serviceable, factor, the fun factor of Ratchet and Clank compared to the fun factor of this is like my God. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. No, no, that is no, no. I, a, I can't believe you didn't get anything out of that. I'm this, stunned. This, this might be a six if I stuck with it, and the story really grabbed me. Jesus. Okay. Well, best case scenarios. I'm sorry, dude. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
I, I I'm did, trying to think of any review I read that's as harsh on the platform as you are, and I, I nobody had that. Take. That's what it. But that's what I it didn't made think, me think it was of. that bad. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what it made me think of. It made me think of all the games that weren't as good as Super Mario 64 after Super Mario 64 came out. And if you played Super Mario Banjo Kazooie, exactly, exactly. It was it was just like one of these games that kind of was like, oh, here's how you do it, but didn't quite nail the feeling of it. And like the animations uh-huh. were great. Um, the 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 voice the voice work was all great. Um, the writing was above par, but uh, the world itself, you know, like you, immediately there's a ton of teeth all the time. It was just, it felt like, yeah, it, it felt like, a, it felt like a kid's fan level, the level, okay. level design and the, the, and the visual design of the world. Now, Double okay. Fine, Double Fine has always been a double A studio. I'm being very hard on Double Fine. <laughs> I am. How much money did they get to make Psychonauts 2? It was millions, right? Didn't they crowdfund it? They no, they crowd, did the they? crowdfund was only like eight million. It wasn't much. Okay, the crowdfund was eight yeah, million. Microsoft they, threw money at it too. Yeah, but yeah, then they threw a Microsoft. lot of money at it. Microsoft apparently threw a lot of money at it, and uh, that game was not worth full price. In fact, okay, here's the thing: I paid forty bucks for Arkham Knights. And Art Gotham Knights, I paid forty bucks for uh, Psychonauts Two. I spent my money far more wisely when I bought Gotham Knights. Gotham I, Knights I hear you. Did not dissatisfy me at all till, and it dissatisfied me in myriad ways, which we discussed to the level that this did. This was like holy shit, like fuck. I ask, I I get a sequel literally to, no one on earth dislikes Psychonauts Two as much as you. I'm I get a, I get a sequel to Psychonauts. 12 or 15 years later, that looks pretty much exactly like I remember Psychonauts. Like, I'm sorry, it's been 15 years. We can do better. Okay. I'm sorry. I... Shake hands. I, we to your corners. Mm, I'm just, I'm just going to let that stew for a week. Okay, so Midnight Suns I played it twice, oh, oh, and I love oh. the shit out of it. Midnight Suns, Alex, how's Midnight Suns going? Honestly, I put it down. It got oh. really repetitive. Oh, oh I'm shit! I'm stunned. You were loving it. I I was, and then it's just like there's uh, they throw way too many goons at you. Each round lasts way too long. It's it gets tedious. See, I I, I, I it's it's a good Fraxis game, but it is not their best. And I think ultimately it's going to fuck. Maxing in there that you would take advantage of and just beat the fuck out of those situations. You, you get all the cards halfway through. The the strategy kind of like plays itself out oh, wow. some of the new enemies are interesting but it's, it takes a long time to get them i'm honestly not as impressed as i thought i'd be oh. the end game of it oh. i've reached the end game and i'm only like two-thirds of the way through the story I, it's just not enough meat in those bones well that does kind of reflect um some of the reviews the reviews kind of echoed that that it is for yeah. axis it's just not them at their best and it does do some i don't know cool like shit. it's i'll, I'll finish it at some point, as soon as it runs st- stably on the Steam Deck, which it does not right now, uh, I'll probably finish it. But until then, I'm kind of over it. I'll tell you what I did do, just Ooh. to like put the deck through its paces. I played through every single Bioshock and had a great time. Oh, that sounds cool. Nice. Did it you, run, did like, you start with Bioshock 1? I started with Infinite, got halfway through it towards like Barrel at Sea, and I was like, I wonder how this holds up directly next to the other two. And like I started from the from the end, and I, there's a lot of like bullshit I think on, or maybe just old, um, 
like about the tech issues that it had initially on the Steam Deck, they're all gone. They can just go ahead and give every single Bioshock a green check because they all run flawlessly. Like the first Bioshock crashed on me once. They all run flawlessly, 60 FPS. You get like four and a half hours of battery life with Bioshock. It's crazy. Like all the other shooters from that era, you get like maybe an hour and a half. Um, they all hold up. They're fun to play. I <laughs> I, I cracked the, the fuck out of two and and infinite last time I played them and I played them I, like a year ago I think it, they're fun and like even even when I crack the economy in half because I know how to beat the shit out of that game like like <laughs> fill up my wallet to the point where I can't buy any more ammo and still just kick everyone's ass um they're great they're really great and like I, shrunk down to twelve twelve eighty is a great way to remember them I had a great time. What is uh, what is the next one from Ken Levine Studio coming out? Soon? I don't know uh, Judas, and it Judas. looks good. Yeah, Judas looks good. I just I just want that kind of flavor of first person shooter mm-hmm, play again. Mm-hmm. Really do, and, really yeah, do. And I'm really hyped for Judas. Just thinking about the feeling of Bioshock One and Two. Not so much Infinite. Yeah, but um, visually Infinite was definitely the best of the three. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And Burial at Sea is just I can't wait to get back to that. Cool. Um, there is also the small matter of Chained Echoes, which I believe Chamberlain put oh, down. I bounced off that one pretty quick. I yeah. cannot believe one person did this. One person designed basically a JRPG that can stand up to the best of all the 16-bit Final Fantasies with a lot of really good ideas and some of the best turn-based common I've played in three or four years. Uh, it's... It's a bold statement. It is a bold statement. Okay, uh, how do I explain it? Persona 5 was in that category you're laying there. It is. It's better than Persona 5. You know why? Because you don't have to heal after battle. And that rocks. There are no potions. There's no fiddling with everyone's health in between battles. And it just makes everything so much better. Hmm. So it looks like, I would say it looks like 24-bit sprites. Mm -hmm. It's Final Fantasy VI with Final Fantasy IX Soul and a combat system that's just a great idea. It, just, it takes, you have about 16 characters, and you can put them behind your favorite four. No, no, you have eight characters. You can put, like, your favorite up front, and at any time, you can switch out a character behind them. And it doesn't cost you an action. You can basically just use eight characters simultaneously. And it somehow doesn't break the game. It's still pretty fucking hard. It plateaus a little bit in the middle once you get, like, enough decent skills and you figure out what you're doing. The first couple hours are hard. Like, it is, it is, it put a lot of effort into its system, and it it demands you learn it. Which is that at the start of every round, every uh, combat, which aren't random, you can see them, and they don't respawn. Yeah, I like that aspect. Yeah, because every single I, combat I like scenario... Yeah. You can't grind, then. You can't, you can't really grind, but, like, every single combat... Every single battle is its own puzzle, and it's there to take your time. And sometimes you'll get stumped, but you'll you had plenty of opportunities to improve, and you chose not to. In that, your first couple moves every round builds up overdrive, and there's like a sweet spot gauge where every movement will like move your uh, like strong attacks will move it farther. Light attacks move a little less. If you defend, you can bring it down. And every time an enemy hits one of your characters, it goes up a little more. And every round, there'll be a type of attack up in the top left-hand screen that can bring it down a bit. Maybe keep like keep it from... Um, you can attack and still lose some you know, overdrive. 
and it'll be like, hey, this round, if you use a defensive spell, you'll get such and such overdrive back. And if you stay in that sweet spot, you do like X amount of damage and take X less damage. Cool. And it's a significant buff. I yeah. mean, it's not... You it's something you never want to leave or you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it teaches you how to play Final Fantasy Combat in the most interesting way, which is, you know... Use your status effects all the time. Use your party buffs all the time. It's a much better way to play. And it rewards you for doing smart things. Because all your MP is refilled after every fight? Is that, yeah, pretty much that. that and like, you, just, you never... I have a bard that is so much fun to play, I've never let him leave. I've never switched him out. He's the Tets. He's, just, he's always useful. Do I do I not want to heal my whole party? No. Do I not want to make everyone stronger for seven rounds straight? No. He's always going to stay there. I love his little trumpet. He's adorable. <laughs> I, Did you finish it? Uh, God, I don't know. I've been plugging away for, at it for like 20 hours, and I don't know how much I got left. Oh. Okay. I think I've got all the playable characters. I'm not sure. The story is fine. But it's very clear when amateur dude wrote it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's serviceable. The main cast <laughs> is kind of neat, and it's saying some stuff about the atom bomb, which is kind of compelling. Like, what if a you know a ragtag band of thieves try to keep the world powers from killing each other? I like it. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, hey, we have an atom bomb, and we're just gonna keep it. And you're all gonna have to just sit here and not you know blow up the world. Fuck you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a very good game that deserves every bit of praise. It's every ounce of praise that's been heaped upon it. It came out like right at the end of the year, and it was showing up on people's best of the year. It's fucking great. I mean, it was. It is a joy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, if you played one of the Final Fantasy like remakes on like point five speed, it's basically what this game runs at. It knows exactly what its audience is. It's like we're you can run as fast as you fucking want to. You can fly through this game. It feels good. It, um, um, he, the guy who made this is really good at hiding chests. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a weird compliment, but like I'm always like, if I put a little bit of effort, I will find something cool. I like that. What uh, what has Chamberlain been playing? Um, well, after Gotham Knights, I did play through High on Life. Oh Sorry. wow! Okay. And your 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 comment about you know humor for twelve year olds. Yeah, Psychonauts' it's character like, work is better than you're saying it is, but that's fine. okay. Okay, but you only I made it 45 still, minutes. I made it 45 minutes, so I didn't really get the whole. Did you Did you even meet Jack Black? No. Fuck. Mm. Fucking hell. Jack Black is in High on Life, actually. Yeah, I saw that. So is Susan Sarandon. Oh okay. Well, Susan Sarandon is the um, therapist, and yeah, she is. So. I'm better than this job. Um, Anyway, as, as humor-wise, it's like nonstop scatological humor, mm. and I appreciate a good dick joke. Yeah, yeah, everyone I, does. I have no problem with a good dick joke, but this is just like a thousand dick jokes, so it's just it loses meaning. It, it, it's like it's not it's not funny. Every every a, five minute like, chunk of it I saw seemed exhausting. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, and. And, and, and the way the guns talk to you, it's just like constant. And you can, there's actually a meter you can turn down how much they talk because it's Good. just, they know that it's annoying. It just seems like, just like, um, oh no, it's an escort mission. You got an escort mission. No, we hate escort missions. Fuck. The stuttering thing that he does, you know, this and that. that yeah, it's just like, God, shut up. You use different guns. Less is more, um, Justin. More damning, though. 
Yeah, yeah. More damning though is as a shooter, it's so you gotta just kind of there. I got heard. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you've got a bunch of different weapons. They're kind of okay. The last weapon is clearly a Sylvester Stallone takeoff. He just says, let's do it. And that's all he says. Let's do it. I mean, that's kind of funny. But it just, it wasn't funny. The shooting wasn't good. It bothers me that it was the most downloaded Xbox Game Pass game of all of last year. I think this just means but we're getting old. Whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's just clearly just wasn't, you know, I was not the target not audience. So I did finish it, but meh. Um, then it was time for little stuff. I found that one I told you about, Sword of the Vagrant, mm-hmm. $10 yeah. Dragon's Dragon's Crown Light, yeah. right? Is it is it a 10 out of 10? No, it's like a 7. But it was 10 bucks, and it was good enough. I mean, like three or four days, it was fun. Okay. Decent 2D action RPG. Um I didn't come close to unlocking all the skills because there's this ridiculous boss rush that you an optional boss rush where it's the same boss as you fought but with like ten times the hit points and I was like that's I'm good I don't need that in my life, um, but it was fun again for the price it was good, and then uh, I finally got around to the last Dark Pictures anthology. Oh, okay, I've heard almost the nothing devil about in it. Me. <laughs> so, the problem with Pretty much all of this. Uh, who develops these? Um, uh, same guys who did the quarry, and it's the same people. I forget who it is now. Um, their characters are reasonably well written, but you hate them all. Like you hate them. In the quarry, I wanted them all to die. That's, maybe that's the point. This one, I don't know, but in this one, it's a smaller cast, and they're all like normal people, hmm. and they speak in normal sentences and they get angry at normal things and they have realistic reactions. Mm. So it's, instead of caricatures, now I have a cast of characters and there is nothing supernatural. It's, it's basically, um, it takes off on a real story. There was a place in, in Chicago, I think around the late 1800s called the murder castle where a guy built his own place and had like trap doors and crazy shit in there. People would check in and they would never leave. And they caught him and convicted him from killing like 10, but his number is probably closer to in the hundreds of people. He's, he was the first American serial killer that was caught and to this day may have killed the most people. I can't remember his name. His last name was Holmes. Oh, H.H. Um, and then H.H. Holmes. The so Murder Hotel. Yeah. What, that's a real thing? Oh, that's yep. a real thing, baby. Yes, um, that's a real thing. Uh, there's a book called Devil in the White City that is fucking incredible about it. They've been trying to make yeah. it a movie for so like 20 years. They, you, you start off playing two victims of H.H. H. Holmes. And then the the main game is you play a crew, a film crew that does short documentaries on, on murder mysteries or, or murder histories. And you're called out to an island somewhere where someone has built a replica of the murder castle. And guess what? There's somebody there who's crazy who's basically doing that stuff. So now you're playing through the murder castle. It was easily the best of these four. Easily. Ooh. A little bit longer, a little bit more exploration, better characters. This is the high watermark for this series. Whoa. It was what? enjoyable. Oh. Well, that is pleasantly surprising. Yeah. It did have, it had some weird kind of technical issues, like like bugginess here and there. Like graphically, stuff would kind of pop in and pop out. It was weird. None of the other ones had that one. But as just a horror game, it was good. Oh, my God. Really good. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah. 
Go ahead. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio tried to try almost three times to play H.H. H. Holmes. Couldn't get it off the ground. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's, I mean, it would just, the problem is if you made a movie of this, it would just be Saw. I know. It's just him just knocking people out and throwing them. It's, it's yeah. kind of just Sweeney Todd, actually. Much of the lore surrounding the Myrtle Castle, along with many of his alleged crimes, are considered likely exaggerated or fabricated for sensationalistic tabloid pieces. Many of these factual inaccuracies have persisted due to the combination of ineffective police investigation and hyperbolic tabloid journalism, which are often cited as historical record. Hmm. Holmes gave various contradictory accounts of his life, initially claiming innocence and later that he was possessed by Satan. Uh, He claimed he he confessed to 27 murders, including some people who were verifiably still alive. Oh. Oh, well, you know. Oh, shit. I'm not saying shit to well, that. Never let the that. truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I mean, when, when before they before he was killed, he, he said he wanted to be buried under concrete. Uh-huh. And they're like, fine. They buried him deep and they poured concrete on top of his grave. Hmm. At least that's what they said in the game. Who knows? Again, it's a good story. Okay. Uh, and then finally, the little games, I'm playing a game now called Aqua. Hold on. Astro Aqua Kitty. Oh, okay. yeah. That's kind of a classic on PlayStation. Isn't it? Uh, it was originally on Switch. And it's basically a shmup with RPG elements. And it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Visually very simple. Music's pretty good. But you're just shooting around. You're in a sub, going around underwater environments, killing stuff for XP, upgrading your sub, fighting stuff, dealing with cat puns. It's just fun. Oh. I like I like this time of year because it's time for little games, games that are good for you know ten hours uh, and move on with see, your life. See, to me, summer is the time for little games. It, sh- it should be the time between the triple A's, you know, the summer. Well, the next triple A isn't until uh, next Dead Space. Well, exactly. the a- the it's age like of Steam Deck is non-discriminatory. That's like a weekend. All are welcome. That's true. Yeah, but you do that by going backwards in time usually. Mm-hmm. You know, like we could do that. I could go play Psychonauts too. Uh, oh man, yeah. that really bummed me out. I am sorry. I you look, you're you're not but, wrong. But there are there are retro games and retro vibes that I super duper gel with, which you may not. For example, mm-hmm. uh, also around the forty dollar mark, I forget exactly how much I paid for it. River City Girls Two came out, and I didn't know about it till like three days later. When someone retweeted the official Way Forward account, it came out like December fifteenth or something. I want to say, or somewhere around there. And as soon as as soon as I realized it was out, I went downloaded it. Let's get rolling. I I convinced my older brother after like a night of it. I convinced my older brother to go buy himself a copy so we could play through it co op. Um, and that first night with River City Girls two, I swear to God, I played it like it was God of War. Mm. Like it downloaded, I started nice. playing, and then I played till like two in the morning. It's a I great just feeling. I just fucking love this vibe of rolling around this super detailed pixel art city, walking along these streets, constantly getting in fights with thugs, and every thug is like a Pokemon to collect. <clears throat> um, what the deal is is you know you you walk into a room, there will be enemies in there. Period. The last enemy in the room, once you kind of beat them down till they're almost dead, they will beg for their life. So you can walk up to them, as you walk up to someone, it starts a grab. At this point, you can either, you know, beat the shit out of them, or you can hit one of the shoulder buttons. And if you hit a shoulder button, they'll go like, okay, I'm on your team, and jump out of the frame. 
and then you can use them as like as like a super in the middle of a combo from then on out. Like it's really cool. every single enemy in the game, pretty except for bosses, can be recruited, and every single one has a different move. So it's it's really really cool, and you end up really really wanting like that guy. And so 90% of the conversation as I played through with my brother is like, oh, pink hair, pink hair. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then we both knew exactly what to do. Clean the room, slowly chip down this guy's health and don't kill him. Because by this point, as I was playing with my brother, I was exclusively playing as Marion. <clears throat> I need you guys now to go to Google and type in River City Girls Marion. for the listener river city girls and if you see some Two. sick abs you're in the right spot Mar- marion i-a-n yes m-a-r-i-a-n oh uh, okay and if you see some sick abs that's marion <laughs> i i recommend clicking on that video platinum hair yes. just looking yeah. just looking at her moves so she's got this real kind of like boxer stance stick and move kind of shit uh she's got a ton of like every most other characters in the game are really quick <clears throat> Um, so their combos, their combos come out really quick. They can change their minds about what they're doing really quickly. And Marion cannot. Marion is wham, 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 wham. <clears throat> and I played River City Girls 2 before Gotham Knights. Playing Gotham Knights after River City Girls was such a disappointment in the melee, in the melee yeah. combat <laughs> department. Uh, it was absolutely brutal. Because I, I've said a lot of times in the past that what really makes a melee game feel good, or a brawler game like Bayonetta feel good, is that moment at the end of a combo where she like does this kick and she sends her leg into a portal and it comes out gigantic and just splatters every enemy in the screen to the other side of the, uh, the map. Like, just this huge kabam! It feels like almost every move Marion does is a kabam. Um, there are... <laughs> my brother got one. He, he was playing as as the little blonde one who's a lot of kicks. And she eventually gets a move where it's kind of like she dabs, but she just spang goes into the stance, and whoever's in front of her just flies off the screen. It's just, just a massive wham! And it's all he used for like the next 10 hours until, until he started like upgrading her kit. Uh, the game is probably a good one third bigger than the last one. Uh, it's, it, it feels very generous. Go ahead. Is it more, is it as difficult? Cause I found the first one very difficult. Uh, I, this one is definitely easier. <clears throat> a lot of, a lot Ooh, of people complained that it was too easy. I thought, I thought the, I thought the difficulty was fine. Um, most more specifically, in the first one, when you died to anything, you lost like ten percent or fifteen percent of all the money you had accumulated. And mm-hmm. the money you accumulate, you spend it on moves, you spend it in shops on food, um, or you spend it in shops on all kinds of different things that permanently upgrade your character. Uh, it's it's kind of neat. It's just it's very classic River City. It's nothing new, but every single time you eat a piece of food in River City Two, it permanently upgrades your stats. So like you eat this, uh, you eat this milkshake, and it will heal you thirty percent. All food heals you a little bit, but it also permanently adds plus one to your luck. And if you go back and eat that same milkshake again, it won't give you that plus. So you want to eat everything in the game at least once. Um, huh? And the but, last, um, not Symphony of the Night. What was it? Uh, uh the thing that guy who did um, stained. 
Hmm? Bloodstained. Bloodstained. Yeah, that, that's, that's how that worked. I mean, every time you cooked a meal, you get a permanent buff. Hmm. But only the first time. Um, yeah, so there are stores throughout the city, and you want to visit every single one of them. You want to buy every single thing. You want to befriend every single enemy in the game. And there's, there's more side quests. There's more characters. Uh, there's more voice work. It's all fairly silly and aimed at that YA audience. But it didn't, but not to the degree that it turned me off. Um, I absolutely loved my time with River City Girls 2. It was an absolute, uh, it, it felt like childhood gaming joy to play mm. through this game co-op with my older brother. It was absolutely fucking awesome. And uh, that's all I got. Oh, there's Guilty Gear crossovers? Uh, probably. There's two characters from Guilty Gear in here. Uh, Soul Bad Guy and Jam are in here. Jam? In River City Girls 2? Yeah. I don't remember them. You might just... You uh, might... It looks like you have to do some... As, as oh, playable, oh, as, as oh, playable no, characters. No, they're not playable. They're not playable. They're summons, I believe. Are they, are they summons? Yeah, and that's, another, that's oh. another cool thing, is you meet all these characters that you can purchase as summons, and they are far and away the best summons in the game. Some of these characters are bosses from the first game. Um, Marion was in the first game as just a, as just a, uh, the owner of a shop. Every time you go into a shop, there's a different, and the, the character in the shop was just a sprite drawn there, standing there going, what can I get you? Have a good one. That's it. And Marion was, caused such a stir <laughs> when they showed her in the first game, they decided they had, to, they had to make her into a character. The other new character is Proovy, this, uh, this little breakdancing girl. Um, and they also have both boyfriends that were added as DLC in the first game, and of course, uh, um, the the two core girls. So River- I'm watching Marion combos, and she's got an elbow drop that would make Macho Man yes. jealous. Marian, this is amazing. Marion is absolutely <laughs> fucking sick. Um, I, the complete the completest in me wanted to go and level up my other characters and learn how to fight with all of them. But then I would go and like learn all their moves and go like, well, Marion's more fun than this, and just go back to Marion. I just couldn't, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop with her. She was too fucking fun, and the whole game was just a blast. So I was really happy with River City Girls too. And that's all I got aside from uh, some hate mail bag. What you got in that hate mail bag? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all, I hate this. Mo- these most recent fucking Overwatch patches, like the game, has been less fun than it's ever been for me and my brother. For some that's reason. what I keep hearing from people. We're both really kind of like the the reason he played through River City Girls with me was because we were prepared to was because what we would log in every day, do our dailies, and then we'd spend the rest of the night playing River City Girls. Like, and I'm sure if I could have convinced him to play Gotham Knights, he would have been willing to play that over Overwatch. Because it's just, it feels like a slog lately. It really does. That said, I have had some good matches. And it weirds me out that I feel like I'm less effective on Tracer than I've ever been. When I was doing great with her, when she was, when she had a 20 meter range and 200 damage. I was doing insane with her when she had a 15 meter range and 240 damage. But now that she's at 220... It feels like I'm pulling teeth to get anything done. Like I, it really. I'm worried that like, at when I was at 240 damage, it thought I was way better than I am, and it started matching me. I I see a lot of top 500 uh, people in my lobbies, like people that I should not fucking be matched against. 
So I think it moved me up in the MMR, and it still hasn't corrected me back down to where I should be. We'll see. So uh, we we fought this Ash, and the Ash types. Ash, uh, fuck off, Tracer. Mid, Tracer. Uh, then their Masters tank writes, <laughs> Tracer, predictable. We lose that one. They had Diamonds and Masters contenders. The next round, we're fighting them again. The Ash goes, Tracer, you're so trash. And we beat the shit out of them. And I specifically beat the shit out of that Ash several times. And then we win, and at the end of our, the game, our tank writes, that's just too easy. And the Ash writes back, hey, were you being targeted by a Tracer with no heels? So that, that felt oh, pretty no. good. That they're complaining about how much <laughs> I suck, and then the reason they lay lost was because I was on them. Anyway. Um, we had one game where we were doing a payload defense, and the enemy Widow was just scary as fuck. Like, she was wiping our team. And it came down to overtime at the final point defense. The Widow had taken high ground way, way high up, way far back from my team. And I snuck around and took an elevator up behind her. And one clipped her off the high ground. And then I helped my team out for a second. And then I turn around and immediately head towards her spawn. And before she gets back for the final fight, I kill her again. And keep her out of the final fight. And because she wasn't there, we won. <laughs> And then she actually wrote GG, good game tracer. And they <laughs> that's were, not hate mail. No, it's not. But they were they were a cross game. I would have written good game back if they if they were on PlayStation Network. Um, but that was pretty nice. Like this this widow was fucking terrifying. They were beating the shit out of us. Um, what else Did she have a head full of snakes? Oh yeah, I didn't. Uh, that is that is that a minor no. controversy? Do you agree? No, I don't care about the noise that the snakes. Make. It didn't sound that bad. Um, I had uh, I had two more notes about River City Girls too. Sometimes I like the music in River City Girls too. Sometimes it's pretty cringe. It made me feel kind of like eh. Define cringe. Uh, I think if I were a thirteen year old girl, I think it was the coolest thing ever. Understood. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is an actual phrase that I uttered in the game because I found a, uh I found a T shirt that if I equipped it every time we rescued one of the I think it's twenty or thirty cats spread throughout River City, um, my strength would increase. And so we pick up a cat and I say to my brother, every rescued kitty makes me stronger. It was awesome. Uh, and then we're into movies. And I'm afraid my list of movies is very long. Alex, what good movies did you see over the break? What did you, uh, I really like the menu. Uh, the menu was really good. I, I saw it in theaters, like literally the day before it popped up on HBO Max. Whoa. But I, it was good as someone that has worked in several kitchens i'm honestly shocked something like this hasn't happened before <laughs> i'm not joking uh people that run restaurants are fucking crazy and people True. like chefs that create cults of personality could pull this off easily <laughs> yeah but it never felt like it was judging Ridic ray fine's character harshly like he didn't actually come no but he for some reason no, no, he is the villain. He's no, I understand nuts. that. He's, he's killing yeah. people. But... It's just like he got some people to do it themselves. And I just like, it, 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 I love how like most of the setups just like end up paying off like jokes. Yeah. Like the reward for being the last person to be caught fucking killed me. What was it again? Uh, hmm? What was it again? I don't know, but it's just like, you're the last one to be caught. Congratulations. Here's a little like a uh, poached egg. <laughs> 
the cast, first of all, you got Anya Taylor Joy, who's always oh, fun to watch. Oh my god. Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. who is always fun to watch. Ray Fine. Both doing really good American accents. Uh Ray Fines is the head chef, always fun to watch. And then the so woman good. who's the Maitre D, I've seen her mm-hmm. before. I wouldn't know her. She's name the of. villain from um um Watchmen. What? Oh yeah, the first or the 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 series you mean. The, the the HBO series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Hong Chow. Uh you 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 immediately know where to see her and she's such a commanding presence. Every any time no, she's she, great. Op- she opens her fucking mouth, it's really yeah, no. They are tortillas. <laughs> tortillas delicioso. Ah, uh, just the, the 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 way the wait staff keeps getting more and more aggressive. I loved um was honestly a, was a I could use a I could use a lot more um uh oh fuck. Oh no. Who played Bruno in Encanto? Uh, He's like the Oh, uh, the, the John Leguizamo? Fi- John Leguizamo is so is so fun. Honestly, yeah, I, the, I would say like the third best actor in the movie. I think he knew exactly what he was doing and like I thought I thought he I thought he did a great job. He was kind of there as a character yeah. actor and he nailed it. And like it it, it never let up. The the Silver Door revelation held up for me. I thought that was pretty creepy, but not like overly creepy. Isn't that just where the guy's house is? Yeah, it's just no. His house is a complete recreation of the kitchen with one sad bed. Ah, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the, the it's the exact same restaurant except there's a bed in it, in the mm. corner somewhere. <laughs> Literally, like he is like hauled himself out, and all he is is his work, which is every single professional chef. I, I loved the explanation at the beginning of Folly of Man, and he mm-hmm. he he has this woman who he sexually harassed walk up, explain what he did to her, then she pulls out a pair of scissors and stabs him in the dick. Yeah, like that was great. I like to think if I was ever in that situation, I would cop to and take responsibility for it. I would not consent to being stabbed in the dick. I would not. He's. I mean, it like there's a handful of actors that could pull that character off, and aside from Ray Fiennes or Ben Kingsley, I can't really think of anyone else that would have been as engaging. Maybe ooh Stanley Tucci. ooh uh, Stanley Tucci or um uh oh no uh, who plays no. Grant in Jurassic Park? Oh, Stan Neil, yeah. S- S- Sam no, Neill no, no, no. You would have hated Sam Neill. Like, no. No, no. I'm not saying you would have hated his performance. It would have been easier to hate the character if it were Sam Neill. Maybe. Just like if it was Mark Strong or um, uh, Christian Oh, Mark Bale. Strong would have. You know what? No, no. But, but, but it would be easy to see him entirely as a villain. And this was such a compassionate. Anyway, we're, I think we're spending yep. too long on one movie. <laughs> yeah. What else um, I also saw uh, Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. I'm gonna have to Google that shit. This is um kind of like an indie horror thing going around. It's you have to be in a very specific mood for it. Okay. It is trying to be a primal childhood nightmare, and it's a lot like some of the nightmares I used to have as a kid. Oh, okay. It's basically it. Okay, have you ever seen a racer head? No. And it's even more avant garde than that. It's basically almost entirely shots of a dark living room, and you hear a small child, small two small children, like whisper to each other, 
it's basically two five-year-old kids, boy and a girl, brother and sister, wake up and their parents are missing and the doors and the windows in their house are gone. And it gets weirder and more unsettling from there. It has some of the creepiest dialogue ever whispered. It, I can't stop thinking about it. It is not for everyone. I, I imagine most people will will give up about five minutes in. It is... I would, just looking at this trailer. It is... Yeah. I don't to be honest. I fast-forwarded through a lot. Oh, but what works is some... It's one of the most terrifying mood pieces I've ever seen. What fucking convinced and you to look, seek out and watch this movie? Because this looks like nightmares I used to have. And I felt like I'd get a lot out of it, and phew, I did. If I saw a movie that looked like nightmares I used to have, I would not watch that movie. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, it's there. I've never seen anything like it, and I'll never forget it, and I'll never watch it again, because <laughs> it's dark and sad and fucked up. Chamberlain, what you got? Theater, the th- Nothing. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what's happening in this oh, trailer from Skinner Rink going. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you're not supposed yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think you're supposed to. Uh, well, when you said uh, "skinnamarink," for some reason that that is like a light-hearted phrase for me. It is because like skinnamarink, exactly. So that immediately yep. makes me think yep. of like Christmassy stuff. On Christmas Eve, I went over to my older brother's house for supper. Um, it was a very uneven evening because the family cat had died after 20 years. Oh, that's an old cat. And a protract, well, I don't know if it was 20, but it was an old, old cat. And it had been like dying and just kind of dragging itself around and shitting everywhere for like six months. So this was not an unexpected event. Um, but it definitely cast a pall over the entire evening. Um, Despite that, we watched Spirited on Di- on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh. Okay, so Spirited is Will Ferrell as the Ghost of Christmas Present in mm-hmm. a musical where uh, it, you're just kind of like, we're working at the Department of the Afterlife that deals with the yearly haunting that occurs uh, with the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future to take someone, uh, take a soul that can be redeemed and turn them to the side of good. And Will Ferrell is bored. First of all, it's a musical, and it's not a good one. Uh, there, there is no banger in the entire show that I can recall. There is no, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, mm-hmm. Then they decide, Will Ferrell decides he's bored with all this. Uh, he wants to uh, haunt someone who changing them would really change the world. And so he settles on Ryan Reynolds' character because the guy is just an irredeemable monster who really sets out to make the world a worse place and has the power to do it because he, uh, he like controls media for, for really powerful people. And as a narrative, it was quite enjoyable just watching Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell kind of like bounce off each other. That's fun. Every time it becomes a song, <laughs> it was harder to watch. But what, what the only thing that made it kind of redeemable was just like um, Schmigadoon on Apple TV+. Um, are, all the characters in it are aware that sometimes it becomes a musical. And they have conversations about whether or not you can continue the song. <laughs> that aspect of it was kind of entertaining. I'd give it three stars. Mm. Not, not terrible. Uh, Banshees of Inshiran. 
on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, I've I've seen like twenty minutes of it. I fucking need excellent. to finish it. Uh, absolutely, it is excellent. Um, what's the, what's the other guy's name? Is Colin Farrell and who's the other guy? Colin Farrell and um, uh, Brendan Gleeson are fucking so entertaining to watch. Uh, they're both doing the, the most too much Irishmen who have ever lived. <laughs> the whole thing is an analogy for the Irish Civil War, the relationship between yep. the characters. It, it was just yep. an absolute pleasure of a movie. Uh, and then Barry Keegan just stealing every scene he's in. Who's Barry Keegan? He's he's the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I wanted to. Should it, I? Yes. Is a is a um. It it takes time to really get its hooks into you. But then it, I think, to me, it becomes the definitive version of the story. It certainly has wow. overtaken the classic Disney version in my mind. I never watched the the CGI remake. Um, Don't. Yeah. I heard that's pretty terrible. Uh, no, this was absolutely wonderful. Del Toro continues to be one of the most consistent, entertaining filmmakers of our time, to me. Uh, Disney's most recent animated feature, Strange World. Okay. Remember how good Lightyear was? No, because it wasn't. No, you liked like you liked aspects. It was of okay. It was exactly. okay. It was okay. Uh, kids might love it. Um, it certainly wasn't up there with Up or Wally or or. Um, oh man, I I rewatched Wally. It hit me like a truck at the end. Yeah, like this wasn't as good as Tangled or anything like that. It was okay. Um, Glass Onion. Yes. Oh fuck! I forgot about Glass Onion. Um, fantastic. That was so cast. much fun. Specifically, yeah. Janelle Monet mm-hmm. knocks it out of the park, and like mm-hmm. her, like at first she's just Manelle, Janelle Monet doing a fine job as being this commanding Janelle Monet presence that she always is, and then halfway through there's a turn, and it it realigns your perception of her performance for the mm-hmm. entire movie, and makes and just makes you fucking love her and want to see her do more shit. She's so fucking good at it. And of course, um, what one of the biggest laughs out of me all year with this? No, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> um, uh, Daniel Craig as uh, as Benoit is a joy to watch, um, and every other actor in it is is equally is equally engaging. Ed Norton is perfectly cast as an Elon Musk esque douchebag that you love to hate. Um, I would be quite happy watching another Benoit Blanc mystery every two years for the next 10 years. Everyone uh, would. Everyone wants the Muppets. <laughs> the day after Christmas, I rented Violent Night. Actually, I bought okay. it. Uh, it's not that good. It's okay. Eh. It's okay. Not Violent Enough? Also, uh, Lingwood. That's a Linguizama joint too, right? Well, it was uh, it was the director or the producer of John Wick, but um, and there was a lot of cool kind of prop work in the action and the action choreography, but overall I wasn't impressed with it as something in the action vein of John Wick. The action never really impressed me all that much, and that's what I was kind of anticipating. The rest of it was as cheesy and silly and goofy as you wanted from a movie about. Uh, kind of a delinquent, drunken Santa who's forgotten why he liked doing this in the first place. That aspect of it is cool. And watching uh, Sheriff Hopper or David Harbour play that character is a lot of fun. He does a great job with it. Um, you're never you're never sad to see him. Yeah, John Leguizamo is also here as the Hans Gruber character. But overall, you know, two and a half stars, I'd say. Oh. Uh, we got the menu. Then, the bad guys. Okay. Every time I see a clip of it online, I'm like, you know what? This looks solid. 
The Bad Guys was not on my radar, but I have had... I follow a lot of artists on Twitter, and a lot of them were very positive about they it. They love it to and death. I, yeah, and I, yeah. And I figured, yeah, I mean, these are these are fine character designs. Let me break down the talent that's in The Bad Guys. Sam Rockwell is the big bad mm-hmm. wolf, leader of the crew. Mark Marin is Mr. Snake, uh, uh, Sam Rockwell's best friend. Aquafina is Miss Tarantula, the crew's hacker. Craig Robinson is Mr. Shark. Mm. Zazy Beats is Governor Foxington, and Alex Borstein is Chief of Police Misty Luggins. Um, oh, that's... De- okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, the talent in it is absolutely fucking awesome. The It has kind of a momentum and consistent winking style to it that kind of reminded me of Zootopia, not just because these are cities where um, animals walk around all the time. Um, it was just... It was really visually sharp. The animation is really sharp. The comedy is really good. The action, when it occurs, was fucking better than Violent Night. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to say, the bad guys was actually probably one of the better movies I've seen over the holidays. I'm, I am, I am trying to see Puss in Boots because every critic I care about has stood up for it. That's yes, and I've seen clips of it. Um, I, 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 every clip I see reminds me. I like, I like seeing, um, um, oh fuck. What's his face? Who played, uh, Antonio Banderas? Not Antonio Banderas. Um, the wolf guy. The wolf guy. Yeah. Played by the guy who did, um, Narcos. Fuck. Can't remember anybody's name tonight. I Um, I don't think of him as the guy from Narcos. I think of them. He was like one of the, one of the most deranged guys in Game of Thrones. Let's find his name. Hang on, I can find his name by yeah. looking up. Runs Something Mora. Uh, he's death, isn't he? Mora, Wagner Mora. Pi- yeah, basically, yeah. Pilo Asbeck. What? I'm telling you the guy's name is Pilo No, Asbeck. the wolf is Wagner Mora. Hmm, that, that's... Wagner Mora, thank you. He played, um... Oh, God. Damn it. The most famous drug dealer who ever lived. I can't think of his Escobar? name. Escobar, thank you. But yeah, no, he has one of the greatest baritones in the business, and him playing a death character, so crazily well designed. I have to finish this movie. I've seen, I've seen the clip where he. What the fuck? He looks identical to this other guy. Yeah. Okay, look up Pilo Asbeck. P I L O U A S B A E K, and you can see how I confuse these two. My God, they could be brothers, and they both argue about which one is better. Looking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I swear to God, they were the same guy. Mm-mm. Creepy. Okay. Yeah. So I really want to see that Puss in Boots, but I haven't seen it. Yet. My brother recommended Run, Sweetheart, Run, which is an Amazon Prime original. This um, this young black woman is a uh, is a legal secretary in an office full of white men. Every every guy's office uh, has a beautiful young woman sitting up front, and she is, just happens to be sitting up front of this guy's. Her boss calls her that night and says that she fucked him with the schedule because it's his anniversary, but he has this client dinner that she signed him up for that she doesn't remember signing him up for. But you know what? It'll help me out if you go just go to dinner with the client. He won't want to talk about work, stu- work, work stuff anyway. So she goes to this palatial house in L.A., Meets this uh, devilishly handsome uh, white guy. Uh, goes out for an enchanting evening of sushi and uh, conversation with the guy. 
And then when they go back to his house at the end of the night, he invites her in for a nightcap and she thinks about it. And and he kind of talks her into it and she goes in and the camera is panning up to the door of the house and he turns around, looks right at the camera and holds up his hand and the camera stops. And then he closes the door. And you start to hear shit going on inside the house. <laughs> and this goes on for like a minute. And then she busts down the door bloodied and and uh, splayed across the screen is the word run and she runs and the entire night is her trying to escape this guy who very quickly establishes that he is not human and he is supernatural in origin um it uh, it was hmm, it was a very feminist thriller but it was feminism done in that way that can sometimes be kind of awkward yeah, forced. Where, yeah, where every single male character, well, almost every single male character, is uh, is monstrously indifferent to the suffering of a woman, and every single woman is uniquely compassionate and helpful. Um, overall, it was actually it was a fun chase. It was a fun thrill ride. Um, as a movie, kind of dealing with the same shit. I enjoy The Invitation more. The Invitation is about um, a young woman in New York who has no family and is a uh, is an artist. She does pottery and ceramics. And she because she has no family, she decides to do a DNA test and finds out that she has distant cousins in England. At which point, she is invited to an upcoming wedding at Carfax Abbey. <laughs> Do, do we recognize the name of that estate, gentlemen? Just a little bit. Okay, so that's that's the building that uh, Dracula buys in England. <laughs> yeah. And if you catch that, it suddenly becomes a much more interesting movie, and uh, and it pays off big time. <laughs> um, and I didn't uh, in both movies. Um, the tension is kind of from what's implied. You never see anything overtly violent. Um, the violence is very kind of PG, but, um, but as a, as a series of plot points, I enjoyed the invitation more. And that thankfully is the end of my, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, what the fuck is it called? I saw the last duel. Oh, was really? Good. Was it really? I, I, I really, like, it's, it's, if for nothing else, it's, uh, it's a rape case in medieval France and almost nothing has changed. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what turned me off because the first thing your first perspective is from I think the woman's husband, uh huh, and, and then, he's fucking sucks, and yeah, and he's kind of like a douche, and then it's from the perspective of the rapist. So you you hear the story that implies yep. that the guy absolutely didn't do it, and then finally you get her version of events, and I you, didn't want to suffer yeah. through those first two, kind of. It's not suffering. It's actually a really good drama. Hmm. Well, the actor like it's and not, it and the actual last duel is, is a bar burner. It's and Adam, so, it's some of Ridley Scott's best work. It's Adam Driver, right? Yeah. Who's the wife? Like, She's good too. I thought. Um, it's not. I I thought she was the one from um the menu, but it's not. It is. Anyway, it's on Hulu in America. Uh, it's it's a, it's a good it's a good movie. It's worth your time. 
Um, okay, well, finally, then I'd say one that's worth your time. And I immediately started thinking of it when you brought up this really experimental-looking horror movie. And it's mm-hmm. it's not too experimental, but it's very slow-paced. It's very artsy. It's called You Won't Be Alone. Huh. In 19th century Macedonia, a young mother is tending to her baby in her hovel. And uh, the... the uh, the local kids are playing too close and she shouts them off and says that, you know, you keep this shit up, the wolf mother will come for you and and uh, and fuck you up. So just stay the fuck away from my home. And then she turns around and there is an old crone done up like Freddy Krueger, scarred from head to toe with burn scars, standing over her child's crib. And the woman, the old woman's like, I'm just going to take your baby. And the mother's like, no, no, please, please, just like, let, let me have a few years with her. Let me raise her until she's 16. And then and then you can take her. And you can have a young virgin girl. And I, I swear to God, I, I swear on my life that, that that you can do this. And she goes, really? Just your word? You think I'm just going to take your word? And so the, the woman picks up a knife and cuts open her hand. And the old crone goes, well, we're going to need some of the baby's blood too. And she jams a, a claw into the baby's mouth. And blood erupts from the yeah. baby's mouth. And then disappears. The mother takes the baby to a local holy ground, this cave where evil cannot enter, apparently. And the girl grows up mute inside this cave. And we hear her internal dialogue. She thinks, but she thinks in like her own stunted language because she doesn't speak. She will never speak throughout the entire thing. And then when she, when she comes of age, uh, an eagle comes to the cave. And the mother uh, shouts the shouts the crone away and or shouts the thing away and chases it out of the cave and then we hear like a gasp and a gory snap or two and then something wearing the mother's skin walks back into the cave looking exactly like the mother and says all right let's go Hmm. and the child is very quickly turned into a witch just like this crone but wants to go off on her own and experience life and experience human life. And she finds that um, by taking the flesh of any other creature and putting it inside her own body, just like she, she will like open up a hole in her chest and take some guts from someone else and stuff it into the wound, she will take on that person's form. And then the story seems to pass like several lifetimes that this young girl witch now lives as other people trying to just live life. It's called You Won't Be Alone. Uh, I would give it four stars. It's quite good. Uh, Numi Rapici, but it's entirely subtitled. Numi Rapici plays one of the lines. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Anyway, that's enough hmm. movies. It's enough movies. Video games. Video right, game news? Unless you got another video game. No, I, I'm tapped out on video games. Talk about Alex. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Aaron Taylor Johnson has met with the producers of the James Bond films to discuss mm. playing the immortal spy. Is he American? Mm. No. Okay. Okay. But here's no, the he's thing. English. Here's the thing. When I think of him as the guy from Kick-Ass, I don't like this idea at all. When no, I, I don't either. When I think of him as the guy from Bullet Train, I'm like, that could work. That's what... Everyone says he's really good in Bullet Train and Tenet. Yeah, he is good in Tenet, actually. 
but um, but he also doesn't have the he doesn't have the magnetism or charisma of, of a Connery or a uh, Daniel Craig for me. Um, maybe that's just no. me. Maybe women are like, oh yeah, I'd see that. <laughs> but um, mm. I still think Daniel Kaluuya is the obvious choice. That would be the most interesting 100%. choice. Oh God, he'd do an amazing job of it. Um, he looked so fucking like, okay. I need to see Nope. I really want to see Nope. Oh, you got to see Nope. Like, just, just for him and Kiki Palmer. You got to see Nope. Yeah. And then the guy who was the bad guy in the crow is in Nope as this like uh, legendary camera operator. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. He played death. Barbara Walters died last week at 80 at 93. Yeah. Google Barbara Walters, Roy Cohn and have a good read. Why? What happened there? Um, he's he was his generation's Jeffrey Epstein, and she covered for him a lot. Oh, Jesus! To protect, she was his beard, basically. It's a lot. It's a lot. She's she's not she's she's not a good person. Um, my brother, older brother, is a fucking idiot and got scammed two thousand dollars <laughs> from someone pretending to be a Texas Maine Coon breeder. He sends, or he says, I want you to fill out a form on this website and see if this cat's still available. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, um, and he won't, like, it takes him two days to admit to me how much he sent oh, these people. Oh, God. I immediately look at the website and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, you, you don't send these people money. He already did. He did it last night. Um, the reason he's now suspicious is because now that they've got his first thousand dollars, they insisted on a second, like, $750 for an insulated carrier because they didn't realize it was going to Canada when they first accepted the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't fucking believe it. I immediately took this thing and, and punched it into one of those how old is this website thing. It had been up for a week and a half. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I conventionally convinced him to go to the local SPCA. He got a cat that needed a home. Um, a very cute little juvenile kind of a um, um, an orange tabby with a lot of white on it, and they named him Honey. They're very happy. He's a lovely little guy. Yeah. <clears throat> Still, those are awesome cats, though. Maine Coons, oh yeah. You're never gonna find a Maine Coon in a shelter, though. Those things are designer animals. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you believe two thousand. I had a no, no. Two thousand is, is right. actually accurate, and we do have we is do it? have breeders in Canada. There's, uh, I think it's called Prairie Baby. Uh, mm. They operate out of Ontario. They have a lot of good reviews, and uh, they've been operating for over ten years. Um, and I had a Maine Coon as a kid, and they are just the oh. loveliest, sweetest fucking pets you'll you'll ever have in your life. Feels like those cats could, really could eat you if they wanted to. I have no doubt that if I were um, debilitated, my little Doug could, you know, could sate himself for months on my corpse. Starting with your ears and nose and <laughs> the softest parts. Oh, the, oh, the yeah, tongue, tongue's obviously. Out, yeah. Cats don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rumors are now saying... Do- dogs will wait till they're almost dead. Cats will eat you before you're cold. I think, you know no, that. I, th- I, th- I thought a dog would no. starve. No, no. They're still animals. So, it, like... It, Either they starve or, like, they are starving. Like, if it's you or them, and you're already dead. Uh, you're dead. Uh, rumors, rumors are now saying that Henry Cavill was a total control freak on the Witcher series and consistent misogyny where female writers and directors were involved. I, 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 Netflix likes money too much for this not to be worth doing. What, what do you mean? I don't know. 
like they wouldn't fire Henry Cavill if it wasn't, you know, just this bad. Uh, This is a quote from the article. Eventually, the top brass at Netflix was tired of him costing them money with delays in HR investigations. Netflix reached out to him personally, and he was given one final warning and violated that warning with an email he sent to the entire writing staff right after the meeting. And that was it. I mean, yeah, that'll do it. Jesus. When we brought this up back in 2022, I, I said that if you have a star that thinks he's running the show and is countering everything you're saying, that's a fucking problem. It is a problem. And honestly, he's not that talented. Um, I disagree. He's so I, He is very char- talented, he's so but he's not charismatic. worth... And no, he's not worth wasting millions. He was Superman. Um, it sounds like he's just like a huge and, fucking bully, which is... Yeah, no, no he doesn't not, get to be Superman nope, anymore. Not Fuck just, that. Not just a huge fucking bully, but apparently, specifically, if you were a woman. Uh, he, would treat you, he would treat you like shit. And I'm so sad to hear that. I always liked Cal. I know. I really enjoyed watching him and shit. Um, the stuff coming up is even sadder. Um, Amazon is now in final talks with Cavill to star in and executive produce a Warhammer 40k series for the streamer. So for Cavill, actually I should delete that tweet. For Cavill, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's nice. But like That's exactly basically what he's always wanted to do. He's always been obsessed with Warhammer. Yep. Um, but after hearing about the way he treated people at Netflix, I kind of don't want him to see that success. Uh, Twitter. Yeah. I'm going to forget. To what are you deleting? Right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wrote a tweet but that I wrote before the... Uh, um, I don't have Twitter up, so I did not see whatever it was that you... No, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a tweet... That was after the Warhammer news, but before the uh, before the, he's a terrible person <laughs> news, damning allegations. Yeah, there was uh, yeah. there was just said when when it was announced that he was going to do Warhammer, I was just like, good, let him be happy. And then the <laughs> and then the the Netflix news came out. I never yeah. Yep, deleted. No, I, yep. <laughs> One that's staying up is people are talking about who should play Kratos in the live action, and someone wrote uh, Jimon Hansu, and that's right, mm-hmm. that's correct, that is the mm-hmm. right answer. Jimon Hansu is 100% the right answer. Um, <clears throat> so they wanted in the first place. Uh, Puss in Boots, it, The Last Wish was, as of last week, last Thursday, at 95 on Rotten Tomatoes with like 130 reviews. Yeah. So I'm 100% checking that out whenever it comes to a streaming service. Uh, James Cameron said this week that Avatar 2 has become profitable and the three sequels will now be made. Mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed in that. but you know, Don't care. When Avatar I, 2 comes I have Netflix, no, I have no it's interest. It's three fucking hours long. Okay, no. I refuse. Well, no, okay, but do you, do you remember... Do you I didn't remember, see the first uh, one either. Uh, uh, Godzilla so. Remember, you no. didn't see the first one? It's fine. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. I don't care. Yes, it's she's fine. cool, but I don't do anything for three hours. <laughs> Nothing. I don't think the first thing oh, was three I hours. I it was. Um... Okay, well, just as a spectacle, as a visual spectacle, I will watch it in the same way that I watched Pacific Rim and I watched Godzilla v. Kong. Um, if there's a lot of talking without awesome special effects going on, I can fast forward that. Just like I fast forwarded through the, quote, funny stuff in Godzilla v. Kong. <laughs> and then we get to the point where, you know, the giant uh, the giant mecha Godzilla is fighting Godzilla and, Do- and, Go- and King Kong at the same time. And then we're all having a great time. So I, I think with, just... With, with Gamera's brain... <laughs> Yeah, no, Gamora, no, um, uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, King whatever. Ghidorah, anyway. Uh, showrunner and creator Shion Takeuchi confirmed this week that Inside Job has been canceled at Netflix. That, that, that should have 
gone out on its own terms. That's sad. Uh, it was okay. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was... I haven't stuck with any of their uh, animated shows beyond Disenchanted. I stopped watching Big Mouth. I still like Disenchanted. I totally would have checked out the next season of Inside Job. Uh, Human Resources had like three really good episodes. Like really good. Uh, the only thing I remember... Like one with Janelle Monet, who's who's coming down with schizophrenia. It was actually really good. I just love the uh, the intro song for... Oh yeah, it's yeah. real fun. Uh, J.K. Rowling has said she believes the money that that the money she continues to make off Harry Potter is evidence that people generally agree with her views on oh, trans people and feminism. My God, sure. she's just delusional. Thing is, I quintupled down on just being. I could have a happily jerk. gone on enjoying Harry Potter media and might have even bought that fucking game. If she'd have just kept her mouth shut about oh, this shit years ago, no, she doesn't yeah. have to because she's fucking and decided rich. not to be hateful. Yeah. No, she's she's got theme park money. There is no stopping this train now. Well, still, she I'm knows not that. buying that fucking game. Take, yeah, she's she's a she's a, she's a bully, and I can't I can't support take this. Her and Notch, put them on a boat, and just send them out to sea. Yeah, let them be terrible uh, to each other. <laughs> in Overwatch news, the new Battle for Olympus mode is now live and looks stupid, Listen. and I don't care. <laughs> Agreed. Apparently, um, what it is. Is it the separate mode where they take Reinhardt, Pharaoh, Roadhog, Junker Queen, Widowmaker, Lucio, and they give all of them all kinds of amped up abilities, so all their abilities work different or super strong. Like if Widowmaker scopes in on you and you look at her, you will turn to stone for a second, at which point she headshots you. Um, now the deal is, whichever character gets the most kills overall in the mode, so all players in all regions playing all different characters, whichever character gets the most of limbs by the end of the event, a statue honoring that character will be permanently erected in, I want to say, uh, that's not Oasis. It's, uh, um, fuck. The Greek one. Ilios? Ilios. Will be permanently erected yeah. in Ilios. And that's kind of cool, but what sucks is right now it's looking like Junker Queen. <laughs> and for some reason that bothers me. Uh, they did this thing over the holidays where they offered the gingerbread bastion skin for one Overwatch gold, which sounds cool until you realize they could have just given it away, and you can only earn gold golden units of 10, and there's never been a skin in the game ever with a price that ends That's in dirty. 9. That's so exactly. dirty. So, yeah, it's just nasty modern blizzard burning bridges. Um, the issue with a stuck pulse bomb has been fixed. Previously, if you stuck an enemy with a, with your tracer's pulse bomb, the pulse bomb, when it detonated, wouldn't hurt the tracer. But that's been fixed. The PlayStation Plus games for January, available now, are Jedi Fallen Order, Fallout 76, and Axiom Verge 2. I thought the first yeah. one was... I should pick up Fallout 76 at that price. Free? The price of free... I thought Axiom Verge 1 was kind of overrated. Game, right? I can't imagine how the second one is. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I, I like to think the guy might have gotten a team for it. Uh, Fallout 76 PS5. I want to see if it got a PS5 version. Yeah, I know. It's the PS4 ah, version. Pass. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't need it. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Uh, Sony says the PlayStation 5 shortages have ended, and it sold 30 million PS5s by the end of 2022. 
we believe that? Which is good news, because if, cause if the... Uh, well, I, I don't think they lie about their cell No, no, I'm talking about the shortage being over. Um, I don't know. Have you gone into a store and seen it? I haven't looked. I have not. Now all we need is some games. Hey. hey. Oh, come on. Between the two... Between Xbox and PlayStation, there is one that has games, and it's not Xbox. No, I'm just I'm just really disappointed in this generation overall. Um, okay, well, that's fair, but I think I've been saying since the PS3 gen that we need to stop. We need to stop yeah, no. the forward momentum on computing power for video games and uh, go with a base standard that can be efficiently developed for. And I we passed that with the PS4 gen. With the PS4 gen, you saw the death of the AA game. Oh, expensive. Way and too expensive. Yeah, you could you could no longer have creative double A's, and you couldn't afford to be that creative what with your triple we'll, A's. What will fix that are game engines. The new the new version of Unreal Engine is designed mm. to make ridiculously gorgeous games on the cheap. Okay, that's I agree that that's possible, but I haven't seen it yet. And what's happened the past two generations hasn't really like Unreal has been around this whole time. I mean, all Unreal There's games kind of look the of same is the other problem, but, you know. Yeah, but but you also ended up with fucking Batman, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Like, and I, as I, wasn't, um, Bioshock was an yeah. Unreal game. I believe so, yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Which is probably why it runs on the deck so well. I could tell. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> the upcoming DualSense Edge controller will have a, quote, moderately shorter battery life than a standard DualSense, <laughs> but will still cost more. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. Fuck all no. the way off. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, don't need that. Don't need that. It's already way too fucking short. Uh, Elden Ring won a grand total of 324 Game of the Year awards from media outlets and audience polls, dethroning The Last of Us 2 as the most awarded game That's of That's fine. That makes no sense to me. Speaking of Elden Ring, it is no longer the top-selling game of 2022. Call of Duty took the spot in the last week of the year. Hey, they put up a fight, and that's all that matters. Against Call of Duty, mm-hmm. man, that's a hell of a fight. It's, like it's a single-player Japanese role-playing game took on Call of Duty? Fuck yeah. Uh, Wizards of the Coast of Dungeons & Dragons have canceled five unannounced video games and eliminated around 15 positions, curtailing its gaming ambitions. Baldur's Gate 3 is still coming. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we're just now feeling the effects of COVID just ripping through the entertainment industry. Oh, we've been There's more to years, it. Man. But, like, it's getting real bad now. There's more to the woes at Wizards than that. Um, they have royally fucked the magic market, and they're screwing D&D stuff up now. So Wizards of the Coast slash Hasbro, it's like they're trying to tank their own stock price. They're just doing really stupid things all around. Rich people make bad fucking hey. decisions. You know why? They're not it's called, scared. It's called the cyber magic, the gathering. It's more boxy. People are going to love it. Um, they showed off a bunch of different lightsabers with that Jedi survival tra- trailer, including a lightsaber staff, dual lightsabers, and a big slow one that looks like Kylo Ren's. Yeah. Yay. I'm still not that hyped for that game. Star Wars stuff. Okay. Uh, so now I have a big list of a bunch of shit coming out in 2023. And there's some shit that looks really, really good. And I'm pretty Hopefully. Hyped in the hopefully, f- hopefully, hopefully. In the first three, no, well, in the, in the yes. first three months at least, nailed down mm-hmm. release dates. Okay, yeah. January twenty seventh for Spoken. Yeah. January twenty seventh, Dead Space That's remake looks yep. pretty hey. good still. That that most recent trailer mm-hmm. still looked good. February tenth, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, not fuck interested. That turf. Nah. February twenty first, Atomic yes. Heart. 
It could go either way, but it's looking very interesting. Atomic Heart is definitely looking very interesting. It um, it was one of those games that kind of looked like it might satisfy that mm-hmm. Bioshock craving. Um, but yeah, untested developer. Not really sure if it'll actually be any good. Uh, visually, it looks very interesting. But launching free on Game Pass. I will happily take that bullet for us and download it day one. I'm looking forward to that one. March 17th will be Jedi Survivor. March 24th will be Resident Evil 4 Remake. That'd be good. Also... Definitely worth looking I, They at. said they weren't cutting anything. I don't believe them. I want it to be true, though. Uh, hmm. The rest of 2023 should include Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores. Is that an expansion? Or is that... Dead hold Island on, hold on. 2. Is that Burning... Sh- it's an ex- it's so an that's expansion. not the expansion. VR thing. It's an expansion, but it... No, but it's new gen only. Yeah, is it standalone, or would I have to actually own that's Forbidden weird. West to play that? Uh, you probably Damn have to it. own it. If it's anything like the last one. Uh, Dead Island 2 will be in April. Zelda Tears of the Kingdoms will be in May. And I'm going to have to day one that probably. I probably won't be able to resist. There'll be this part of me that goes like, 1080p, what the fuck are you doing to me? (laughs) But I'll still check it out. Uh, Rocksteady Suicide Squad is currently booked for May. And after Gotham Knights, I want a game like that that's good. (laughs) So it kind of increased my hype for Suicide Squad. Hey, we have to... That wasn't... uh, That wasn't... Kevin yes, Conroy in that Lazarus pit, was it? This is his... No. No, no, no. Not, not, not Gotham Knights. wasn't Kevin Conroy not Gotham Knights. in no. Gotham Knights, but it no, okay, is okay, Kevin okay, okay. Conroy yes, as Batman. This is the last thing Kill the did. Justice League. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's devastating. I know, but it'll be... It feels right to hear him talk as Batman. No. I don't think the Batman in Gotham Knights no, wasn't okay. bad. This is what I felt when James Avery died. James Avery? Who the fuck is James Avery? Oh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil oh, and wow. Shredder. Yeah. Oh, my God. I yes. never put that together. James Avery is it's Shredder. Totally his voice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can hear it Tra- now. James Avery Tonight was... I, died, uh, I, I fucking love him. Yeah, okay. Uh, Street Fighter Six in June. Mm-hmm. Diablo Four in June. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rest of the year, we're, we should be getting Stalker 2 on Xbox. Uh, Robocop Rogue City. If you remember that, that looked kind of cool. Yeah. Red mm-hmm. Redfall for Xbox, which looks like, fucking. I'm actually awesome more interested in now now that I know what it is. Yeah, g- g- give me Far Cry made by anybody other than Ubisoft. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm actually kind of hyped for that now. Looks fucking awesome. Alex Remnant Two is coming this year, apparently. It looks sick. Have you seen the trailer? No, I didn't watch it because I didn't like the first game. Yeah, <laughs> it looks fantastic. It looks like Bloodborne Two. Okay, my my watch Ooh. a trailer now. Uh, Hades Two Early Access is supposed to be this year. I because mm, when Hades launched in early access, it was not good. Really, I I put I, it down for like five months and then came well, back yeah, to but it, it's and an then early it was something. Game, but no, like I I, I don't want to see it. No. I mm, no, I, I, I want to give it a year. I played Hades early access and quite enjoyed it. Uh, mm. Hollow Knight Silk Song is expected this year, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fact, wasn't, wasn't there a trailer that said? I thought there was a trailer. That no. Said, yeah, no, there have been there's trailers been that say nothing. No, 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 There's no, been no, nothing no, for no. three years. No, there was, there was one there of these. There was, um, yes. It there was, was on, something like, where it was like, everything here is going to come out. Yes, uh, with, it was, it was on Xbox's state. presser last year. Yes, and so it was definitely coming yeah, in the next but year. But it wasn't even new footage. Doesn't matter. Ugh. Uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty DLC is supposed to be out this year. I'll play that. Starring Idris Elba. Yes. Starring Idris fucking Elba. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is coming out this year. And can we just... I can take it I just want to pause 
to appreciate that I have never heard a claim of misogyny or violence against women directed at Idris Elba. Uh, exactly the opposite. I'm so glad I can still appreciate Idris Elba. That would be a tragedy. Well, I mean, it's always sad when it happens, but. I, I, w- I want to see the timeline where he was James Bond. Fuck, that would have been cool. He's just a little too old now. That would have been sick. I know, that's the problem. Yeah. He should have taken... <laughs> he he would have had to have done it instead of Daniel Craig. And his was, career wasn't really... Did you see really, that Netflix yeah. series he did that was where he was like a down-and-out DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, okay. I wanted a second season of that. Um, Amnesia the Bunker is supposed to be this year, Chamberlain. It looks... Just be, as good. visually good as the last games, which is not great, but I'll still play it. You. Uh, and Assassin's Creed Mirage is supposed to be here after a three-year Assassin's Creed hiatus. It is made in reaction to people complaining about the last ones being too big. It is a small Assassin's Creed game. And it still took them three fucking years. This is fine. No, that's fine. Well, Take yeah, the okay, break. If they can put out an Assassin's Creed game that's actually a good Assassin's Creed game... And feels like really polished, but like we're gonna get into uh, Ubisoft's troubles in a bit. Yeah, um, Ubisoft is synonymous with meh games for like the last five years at least for me. I can't remember the last Ubi- the last Ubisoft game that I really remember loving is like the Raymans and Far Cry Three, probably. And Rayman now- Legends came out. 10 years ago. Yeah, and now we look back at Far Cry 3 as like having a lot of problematic aspects. But at the time, it was really cool and original, the gameplay formula. And they've just let it be And then they just released that same game three more times. Three? It's been like six. It's been like six more times. Well, I don't don't count Primal. That was actually different. It was good. Um, Blood Dragon was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were, but they were also just... Most of four was good. They were all... Most of four was good. Well, yeah, that's 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 the formula. That's it's the UB game, and they really don't forget they released three Watchdogs yeah. games in there too. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I count, <laughs> I I like count those among all the games five. that didn't impress me that Ubisoft put out. Uh, but I'm sure they'll have a new Just Dance. Uh, Justin Roiland's High on Life was the biggest game pass launch of 2022 in terms of engagement and stayed pretty popular for a couple weeks. It was at the top, at the top of Game Pass's most played list. Yeah. Justin Roiland has pled not guilty to two felony charges of domestic battery and false imprisonment of an ex-girlfriend in a suit brought by Orange County District Attorney filed in May 2020. So, mm, you know, I, 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 something shifted with Rick and Morty Press around that time, and I've been just waiting for this shoe to drop. Like, for some reason, like, Dan Harmon just kind of went into hiding around 2020, and just he doesn't do any press anymore. He quit his podcast. I ugh, this explains a lot. There's there's this um, there's this creepy desire to know what the actual story is and what he's actually being accused of. False imprisonment raises a lot of questions. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I could see false imprisonment being, and I don't know why I'm I. What I, what I want to do is diminish it. I want to say, like, well, false imprisonment could be he locked the bathroom door for a second and she couldn't get out. Um, that's probably not what it know. is. It's probably some awful fucking shit that would turn my stomach. Okay. He had one appearance on Dan Harmon's podcast, which I really loved and kind of miss. And within... he's He was on stage in front of a, at least 50 people. Okay. And within 10 minutes, he was talking about how his older cousin molested him when he was six. 
Okay. And I don't, I don't know. Someone like that to me seems capable of almost anything. Like th- that is awful impulse control. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. He does, he does draw a bitch a lot when he riffs. So. I mean, he's clearly been through some shit and did not work through it in healthy ways. There's a lot know. of people who have been through shit. I didn't know Dan. But it does, yeah, no, like being molested does not make you hmm, a less criminal. Culpable for him, yeah. But da- I just yeah. found out that Dan Harmon is a local boy for me. He was born in Milwaukee. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had no idea. And like honestly, him. I haven't heard anything about him. No rumors about Dan, as far as I know. What I want to and, oh God, this is awful. What I, I know. What I want to see. I want to see a powerful woman abusing her position in the same fucking way. <laughs> yeah, it's called. It happens in in movies sometimes. Disclosure. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like you, it, it occasionally will occur in a movie, and it's you know seen as ridiculous. And I and know honestly, it's mostly just be... teachers and students. That's about it. Yeah. Why is it always? Yeah, that's always what it is. You hear about it, but it's and then, only yeah, when it's, and the police when, just don't give a shit. Yeah, only when it's like uh, you know a middle-aged teacher and her you know disgustingly young student that she decides to hook up with, and then at the same time when that occurs, there's this part in the popular consciousness that hears that and goes, "Nice." That's <laughs> my absolute favorite American uh, South Park police bit. Okay, now we'll just track down your brother and give him the luckiest kid in America medal. Like maybe it's a maybe it's a case where um, first of all a lot of sexual assaults happen that most sexual assaults that occur the vast majority of sexual assaults that occur don't get reported because of the shame of it nope and nope um, it is entirely possible that similar assaults are occurring but simply almost never being reported because men would obviously feel similar similar shame around it but I, yeah I, I think apropos of nothing. Occam's razor, the reason we don't hear about it hardly ever is because it hardly ever fucking happens. Mm-hmm. And it is a it is a curse of our gender. Mm. Well, moving on. Moving on. Speaking of which, the Pope just died. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Which Pope? Who <laughs> Pope? The, the only Pope that's ever resigned in disgrace. Oh, oh Benedict. I was like, that happened a, like, a mm. while ago. Wait, wait, I, I wait thought... the current Pope? No. No, no, no. Well, maybe, but uh, no, Benedict, Benedict, was Benedict is the one who famous? died. The German question, one. Question mark for just trying his best to cover up the Boston shit? Yeah. Didn't they all try to cover it up? Yeah, but he did arguably a lot more. Okay, moving on from Before, like, when general. it was really starting to break. Anyway, yeah. I'm not, I've been up since 4 a.m. <laughs> Video oh. games. Yeah. Awesome Brawler Sifu will come to Xbox in March along with a new arena mode. Uh, I'm willing to try out the easy mode. Definitely check it out on one of the easier difficulties. Uh, the US FTC has hit Fortnite maker Epic Games with a record-breaking penalty of $520 million over allegations that it had employed lax privacy practices for voice and text chat and used design tricks to, quote, dupe millions of players into unintended purchases. They can afford it easily. They can. Oh. That's the scary part. Is they're like, they oh, can, right, fine. yeah. <laughs> It's it's part of 2K. They also make Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> they cannot be stopped. Uh, Ubisoft has canceled three unannounced games and delayed Skull and Bones for the sixth time due to recent <laughs> financial troubles. Just cancel that in game an, already. They delayed it. They've delayed it six times just to eat 
um just to eat um that what's that the rare games lunch oh uh um sea of thieves sea of thieves yeah which has supposedly gotten better sea of thieves is actually supposed to be good yeah, no, Sea of Thieves I've heard. Yeah, I people heard still play it. Consistently good shit about it as it was developed and I I think I don't even think it's still in its full launch yet. I think it's I still think in it's, like it's early, still early access. access. Shit. Yes it is. Yeah. It's what? Seriously? It's been in early access for like two and a half years. Yeah, the, yeah. the one that is, that came out as the one point is the uh the one where you're shrunk and you're running around the front lawn. Grounded. Spiders and shit. Grounded, yeah. Oh, grounded. oh, grounded oh, um, grounded. Stuff. I do want to check that out eventually. Nah, I think grounded would be a good playground if I were a child. Uh, in an internal... No, apparently it's just a solid base builder. Right? So, yeah, it was released in 2020. No, the See, early access started... Oh, yeah, but I guarantee you that was still kind no, of considered an early access base. Really? They considered it a full release? Anymore. Because everyone's been... Yeah. All I ever hear about that is like... They're finally adding the ability to name your ship or shit like that. <laughs> it's it's No Man's Sky in that way, I assume. Oh. Like they're uh, never quite done with it. In an internal email, Ubisoft's co-founder, chairman, and CEO, Yves Guermont, told staff the next year is crucial and that the ball is in your court to deliver on time and on budget. Quote, today more than oh, ever, I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on the path to success. I'm here to tell you, Yves, <laughs> it's not them. It's not them that dug you in this hole, man. And it's not them that can get Sounds you Sounds like you snorted the family jewels. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be sad when you be sad. Sounds like... Down. Yeah, they're totally going down. Just let them get worse and worse and worse, and then Sony can buy them and turn them around. I mean, at least they, they did another uh, Mario Rabbids on their way out. Uh, I thought I thought you said the last one was meh. Hmm? I never played it. Um, Laura loved it. I got her the second oh, one. She hasn't even touched it yet. Oh, okay. Oh, also, my wife is now addicted to video games. I've finally broken her. She loves uh, Dreamlight Valley to pieces. That's good. Can't put it down. Right. It is. I'm really no, proud of myself. Be, being able to play a game with your significant other is really cool. We, we do it like for an hour and a half before we go to bed. I, I, I it's, 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 it's nice. great. Uh, River City Girls 2 is 30 frames per second on all platforms, despite all of the trailers being 60 frames. An experimental mm. patch was provided within a week of launch on PC to resolve it, and it's apparently headed to consoles, but it's not here yet. Uh, Guerrilla Games has confirmed that a new co-op-focused online Horizon project is currently in development at the studio. Co-op was concepted for the first game before being ditched in the name of other features, and was planned again for Forbidden West, but again, didn't make the cut. Um, I don't know that I need co-op in my Horizon. I don't need a watered-down Horizon that also has co-op. Yeah. If you can make it as awesome as Forbidden West plus co-op, that'd be cool. You know, I can take down Claw Riders with my brother. You know, that sounds kind of interesting. Um, I don't like not playing as Aloy. But, like, you know, maybe I could, like, you know, make my Utaru character or something. That'd be neat. I always like Utaru. As long as it's optional. Oh, that reminds me, I didn't mention it. You know what I've been playing lately since I bounced off of Psychonauts 2? Forbidden West? Forbidden West. Oh, yeah. oh finally. I re I restarted Forbidden West. I'm playing through it from the beginning. <laughs> it's... I don't know why it didn't really leave an impression on me. Because it's okay. The, it's just okay. The gameplay oh, of it... Well, it was better than okay. The, the combat against the It machines is better than okay, but I don't understand why I don't care about it at all. Is better than okay because the story... I want to. Like, going back to it, um, the way the story is delivered is kind of... 
It's not as good as Naughty Dog. <laughs> it's not as good as Insomniac no. doing Spider-Man. Um, the visuals... It's just kind of going around in circles. The animations of the face are spectacular. Um, but, and, but for me, crucially, the, Aloy is not enough of a character. She's too fucking cool and nothing makes her happy ever. She's not interested or pleased about almost anything. And when she smiles, it doesn't look mm. right. <laughs> it never looks right, but Aloy smiles. And she's the most important woman that ever lived and descended from the one that... Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that story is I like the, I like the villains. Incredible. Good villains. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah, there's a lot about it that I love. Like, when you're sneaking through the grass, uh, sneaking up on some, some machines at night, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I'm enjoying Again, it. Again, there's, there's a lot to love about robot animals, and they, they delivered a lot of really cool... New robot animals. Yes. And, and it's hard to be upset about that. And it's it's fun to go up against these things as puzzles and solve the puzzle and then get really good at solving the puzzle really quickly. That aspect of it is cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm pr- definitely enjoying cruising around it more than I was um, Gotham Knights. Uh, do, do you hate the kiln sections as much as I do? Uh, remind me what a kiln is. Because I hate is. the kilns. Remind me what a kiln is. Oh, no, those were that's when you, when you go like, down underground. And yeah. you have to like, oh. destroy. No, those weren't bad. No, I, I, I kind of hate them. I, I like the visual spectacle of them. Um, the design of letting you know where to go next in those always fucking sucks. Um, yes. To me, at least. I, I spend a lot of time turned around in those. But um, but I enjoy the story of it and the reward at the end of... Uh, it's not called a kiln. Uh, cauldron. It it's a cauldron. Um, cauldrons the, the reward at the end of the cauldron is always you you can now override all these different machines and mm-hmm. now maybe you can right. ride a velociraptor or a giant um uh warthog oh, yeah that's cool <laughs> i want to be able to ride that warthog i want to be able to ride a sunwing um so yeah the reward is always worth it a new patch for bayonetta 3 will make witch time easier for viola which was chamberlain's primary complaint about the entire game yes yes it was uh, it it gives Viola's parry a lengthened, lengthened activation window and a longer duration for her wish time. And if Viola blocks but doesn't parry, she'll receive chip damage and still activate wish time. Wow, sounds like it fixes the whole game right there, honestly. God damn well, it. Well, it's amazing they launched it without it. Yeah. Oh, well. And finally, an Xbox Developer Direct will occur on January 25th at 12 Pacific time. It will feature deep dives in, onto Redfall, Forza, and Minecraft Legends. StarCraft will not appear. You mean, um... Not StarCraft. What are you talking about StarCraft? Mm. Starfield. You mean Starfield? Starfield, yeah. I was like, StarCraft would appear? Wow, okay. <laughs> Starfield will not appear. Starfield. What the fuck, Bethesda? Maybe not, they're not a just... Not confidence in no, this No, no, no. May, may, maybe, maybe. It's going to be a surprise, and it'll come out, and it'll be just fine. Mm, I think they're running well, scared. No, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head precisely there, tragically so. It will be just, just fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like Starfield modded version of the of the Skyrim engine. Yeah, see, it, it feels that Starfield is the penance we have to do to get to the next Elder Scrolls game. No, but it's, here's the thing: well, you, you hear what Jason Schreier said the other day. So, if they started Elder Scrolls today, it would not come out for seven years. I'm gonna be so fucking Which old when really that comes out. out. God. Mm-hmm. It's worse than Skyrim that. Grandma's gonna die. It's worse than that. It's um, Starfield to me hammers home that when Elder Scrolls Next comes out, 
it'll just be another mod tacked onto this shitty engine they've been using for the past yeah. 15 years. They well, at least need, it's not Gambrio. They need a new engine. They need to, like, take Sony's Decima engine, at least, <laughs> and try to do something better. I, 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 mm. Mm. So, Chance, just... I'm really, just, I'm really worried about it. Just think about this. There is no way that the next Elder Scrolls comes out before you and I turn 50. I'm okay with that. Oh, I'm not God. hyped for the next Elder no. Scrolls. Uh, what? Oh. Oh. Really? No, I, you know why? Not because I've seen what they're doing. No, I've seen Starfield footage. No, I'm not hyped for Starfield, and I'm definitely not hyped for whatever they're doing after Starfield, because it will look and animate this shitty. I'm but still impressed how they managed in Fallout 4. They managed to make a slavery story apolitical. I, I am That's I am looking to other developers to fill sad. this niche, and right now it looks like CD Projekt Red. That's and, true. Uh, per, and perhaps uh, perhaps a Sony uh, studio will step up and do something open world that's really interesting. But I doubt it. Yeah, no, I, I'll I'll take Cyberpunk over anything Bethesda's done. hundred percent. Recently, hundred percent. Like it's just more fun to play. It's a cooler world. Oh, well, the combat's better, way better. better. I don't. Yeah, better presentation. I did play the ever living shit out of Fallout Four, though. Yeah, you did, but you're like, you're like a Fallout slut. <laughs> I am a Fallout slut. <laughs> NCR for life. <laughs> I, you know what? I would get a, I would get a double, double headed bear tattoo. Ooh. New Cal, New California Republic flag. Where? You know where what? would you put it? Upper arm? Yeah, shoulder blades. Do you have any tattoos? I don't. So this would be your first tattoo. This is my first tattoo. You know what? Yeah. If I no, it if is. I got a gamer tattoo, it would still be the links from Bioshock. I like that. Yeah, that's a good tattoo. I would I would go with Delta's triangle. Yeah, but he doesn't have a tattoo. He's he's wearing gloves. Yeah. Like as a game, as a as, okay. If we're talking about which is the better game to play, better uh, Bioshock game to sit down and play and enjoy. Yes, it is Bioshock Two. I agree. No, I just, I like Delta as a character. He's not a character. He grunts. Yeah, but like, as a he has a, like okay as a concept, <laughs> like like the only the only protagonist in a Bioshock game that is a character is uh, Booker. Yeah, and Booker's fucked up. I mean, they're all fucked up, but um, but no. If I would if I were to get a gaming tattoo, it's not about. To me, it's not about the the links aren't about the the character. Uh, the Jack character is about the entire experience of Bioshock, right. and not only that, but if someone sees those links on my wrist and doesn't know what Bioshock is, it's just exactly. a tattoo. And if you know what Bioshock is, you know exactly what that fucking tattoo is. Same with the oh, it's the California flag with two heads. Oh, okay, right. yeah, exactly. Well, no, 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 because people who don't know it would ask, would say, "What's the deal with this fucking mutant bear on your arm?" Why does it happen? I would, I would assume it's a, just an album I'm not familiar with. Not only that, but the two-headed yeah. bear, to me, recalls the two-headed eagle, which... That, and, like, it's 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 a metaphor for American politics. Oh. See, the the only problem with the Bioshock, no, my... the Bioshock links no. is if you look it up, my, the, the first, like, two dozen images are that tattoo on the wrist. It's It's been done many, many mm. times. Yeah, but not by me. 
that's true. Not on you. And I've never, I've never seen. Never like, seen I've never seen in the wild IRL with the links. That's true. But um, yeah, I don't have a gaming tattoo. I have lots of tattoos, but I don't have my gaming one yet. I know what I'm going to do. What is it? I'm going to get my Sinistar on my forearm. Oh, okay. But I need someone who can do it and have it look pixel perfect. I don't. I don't want you, someone's you might interpretation. Need some sort of 3D printer. Apparatus. I don't want. I, I want it. To, I've seen tattoos that look that way, but I want it to look like chunky, like that. And so have some shadowing and depth to it. It's gonna be. I haven't found an artist who can do that. So especially down south, because down here, tattoo good tattoo artists are fewer and further between. It seems. They're a hundred percent out there. Oh, they are, Boy, but market expensive. Man, there are a lot of Bioshock tattoos. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some people have like, "Would you kindly" written across their forearm. Yeah, oh my god! Idea. Every like you could do like a circus of value clown. You could do. Um, oh, this guy's got a Delta tattoo. Or girl, you can't really mm. tell the gender. But yeah, it's like a whole sleeve of Delta in Bioshock 2. You could do Cohen's Black Dream. You could do Hop Up Cola. You could do Nico Time. You, you could do... do... Wow, there's a big sister with a little sister on the cage on her back on someone's arm here. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love the big sister. Big sister was a, was a wonderful fucking addition to the fight roster. Yeah. Yeah, Bioshock really 2 was just hard. was just better gameplay. Such so oh, much better top gameplay. Top to bottom. At least we want to re- You know, I I, I kind of want to put down Horizon now and go replay Bioshock 2. <laughs> Dude, I had a blast. But I just did it in the last year. I got to I finally got the uh, No Vita Chamber achievement. I should give it a time. Oh god, I would never try that. I I did pretty well. I only died like three or four times. Oh. All right. Well, it's been a super sized episode. Uh, yeah. We did miss yeah, like four we, weeks. We, so. we, we were a little pent up. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, I well. I missed you too. I really did. I might, depending on when things arrive, I might have sampled Callisto Protocol for next week. Shit. I will wait till, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to wait till 30 bucks. Uh, yeah. It's showing up via Gamefly, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what, what yeah. order things show up in. I am I am getting Dead Space remake day one. It looks incredible. I don't know about that. I'll still I'll still wait for reviews, but as soon as reviews tell me yes, I'm like It's 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 Dead Space with the free floating agrav and more side quests. I want it. It sounds good. I but I don't There's implicitly hope. trust EA. You should like when when but... when a new God of War is coming out, I know what I'm expecting. I just, when a new Spider Man is coming they... out, I know what I'm expecting. I don't see how they fucked this up. But I didn't see how they fucked up with Callisto Protocol. So let's see. Well, they did. Well, Callisto Protocol wasn't Electronic Arts. Electronic Arts has deep pockets. But, deep, deep pockets. But the thing is this, it's hard to think of Electronic Arts as uh, a reliable producer because they don't have, beyond like DICE, and DICE is reliably unreliable, mm-hmm. um, they don't have a studio that I can name that does action games like this really well. They started one with Amy Hennig, then they shut it down. <laughs> like, um, oh yeah, I forgot I was mad about that. Yeah, so I, I'll, I want it. I definitely want it to be good. Electronic Arts definitely has the resources to make it good. It could be good. I agree. I'll wait for reviews to be sure. And There's then I'll jump hope. on it probably the same day. There's hope. As long as the reviews are out prior to release. Yeah, if the reviews are out prior to release and are positive, I'll probably day one. All right. Well, that's not too far off. Hmm. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Of course. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye-bye.